This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bills protect California products. Path clearing for shipping reforms. And SCOTUS may take up Prop 12. Bills protecting California apples and peaches advance. At its first hearing of the session, the Senate Ag Committee passed two measures aimed at protecting California's organic standards and supporting locally grown foods. SB 982 would create a CDFA-certified organic apple program. Senator John Laird of Santa Cruz argued that apples coming into the state, likely from Washington, have been labeled as organic but use a non-organic preservative to extend their shelf life by months. Being able to test for the preservative would enable the state to shine a spotlight on those bad actors, according to a proponent of the bill. There is value to the word organic, and there is prestige to the word California, said Chair Andreas Burgess of Fresno. We have to protect our farmers and the idea of what is organic. The committee also approved SB 1308, which would require California schools and colleges to purchase U.S. food products unless the foreign product is more than 25% cheaper. Purchases of these foreign products contributed to the loss of farms, canneries, and jobs, said Rich Hudgens, president of the California Canning Peach Association. While one lawmaker worried the measure could ignite a trade dispute, the bill's author assured him this would align the state with federal Buy American policies. Both measures garnered broad support from farm groups. Senate leaders eye expedited route for OSRA. Senate leaders are testing the waters to see if they can bring up the Ocean Shipping Reform Act and pass the bill relatively quickly. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer of New York has hotlined the bill to gauge what concerns, if any, senators may have about the legislation, Minority Whip John Thune told AgriPulse. The goal would be to get a time agreement for consideration of the bill, if not clearance, to pass it by unanimous consent. Once the bill passes the Senate, the House would likely follow suit and clear it for President Biden's signature, Thune said. The bill, which Thune is co-sponsoring with Minnesota Democrat Amy Klobuchar, is aimed at reducing port bottlenecks and bringing down shipping rates. Now take note, passing the bill would likely prod carriers into charging, or rather into changing, how they operate even before the Federal Maritime Commission writes the new regulations that the bill would require. Thune said, The very fact that there's a solution coming means the carriers, quote, will start playing ball. SCOTUS slated to discuss Prop 12. The Supreme Court is scheduled to discuss, again, a petition challenging California's animal housing law. Today's conference will be the eighth time since late December that the court has been scheduled to consider the National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation petition, which seeks a review of a Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decision that upheld the law. The court could announce a decision by Monday. There is obviously no guarantee that'll happen. Proposition 12, enforcement of which has been delayed in California, 
would prohibit the sale of pork from hogs whose mothers were raised without a minimum amount of space. European Commission. Crisis underscores the need for sustainable ag. The European Commission, the governing arm of the European Union, says it's not backing off its farm-to-fork strategy despite the announcement of temporary measures to ensure food security and the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The EC will allow farmers to plant on fallow conservation acres this year without a reduction in their direct payments. But the Commission also says while short-term emergency support measures are important, they do not replace the importance of refocusing the food sector in the long run towards sustainability and resilience. Farm-to-Fork's goals include halving chemical pesticide use by 2030 and reducing fertilizer use by 20% over the same period. Study Gene Edit Boosts Corn and Rice Yield Researchers in China have shown that knocking out a gene in corn and rice could increase yields of the two crops by 10% and 8% respectfully. According to a study in this week's edition of the journal Science, there was no apparent trade-off in other agronomic traits as a result of the genetic modification. The scientists identified a gene in corn that affected a number of kernel rolls a cob has. Why it matters? Well, a 10% increase in U.S. corn production last year would have amounted to 38 million metric tons, and that's more than Ukraine's total corn exports. North Africa and Middle East faced wheat shortages. Countries in North Africa and the Middle East, where droughts are crippling domestic production, will be some of the hardest hit by the reduction of available wheat out of the Black Sea during the Russia-Ukraine war, that according to researchers with Grow Intelligence. Ukraine isn't exporting any wheat, while Russia's shipments are being severely hampered by trade finance restrictions and skyrocketing ocean freight insurance. In an environment of disrupted trade flows, tight supplies and volatile prices, Import-reliant countries are facing huge problems securing sufficient supplies and controlling domestic food prices, says Grow Intelligence Senior Research Analyst Kelly Gawferry. Here's today's She Said It. Female producers drive local economies. That Assembly member Cecilia Aguar-Curry of Winters on a resolution recognizing women in agriculture who account for 37% of producers in California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 25th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.